dispatch. And they got it. And they got it in the dispatch. This win was everything 2020 needed and more. They have plunged. We have big things coming in 2021. My name's Maddie. My name's Charlotte Payne. This is Locker Room Ladies. Go Canes. Welcome back to Locker Room Ladies. I'm Charlotte. Thank you so much for joining us again. I'm Maddie. Thanks for coming back. You guys, we have a very special announcement. We know it's Thursday. We got your content, but Sunday is a very special day for all the moms out there. We are going to do something special for them. So look out for a special LRL extra on Sunday. With the OG locker room ladies, our predecessors. There's a little Easter egg for you. Yes. Okay. But in the meantime, we got hit or miss NFL draft edition. So NFL draft week, I'm pretty hype as a Steelers fan, as you all know. And we have a New York football Giants fan here in Charlotte. And we have a special guest, James Freddy Football here. We met him on TikTok and he is a major Bills fan. So we're going to play a little fun draft game with this. We've been dying. We've been dying. (laughs) We've been dying to have a member of the Bills Mafia. (laughs) Oh, we actually love. Yeah, I can hear you. We love the Bills Mafia here. It's the best fan base in the world. (laughs) Um, Our favorite thing that the Bills Mafia has ever done is winning that contest and putting up that billboard in Foxborough, Mass. Oh, oh I, I remember that. That, that. that was the best. Oh, yeah. We talk about the Bills Mafia on here oh, quite funny. a bit. And also, our new friend who we met on TikTok is a student at Mississippi State University. So he might have some cool college takes, too. So he has an interesting perspective to give you guys listening at home today. Definitely. So let's get right into it, guys. Let's start off the number one pick that we all saw coming. Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. He went to the Jags. Hit or miss, you guys? Hit. 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 I think Absolute that one. Hit. No yeah. about it. I think that's going to be well. Yeah. Yeah. I think they picked that in their sleep. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. He knew it. They knew it. We all knew it. Right. So pick number two, also pretty predictable on most most media websites. If you ask me, we both predicted it, Charlotte. Zach Wilson to the Jets at number two. I think that's a hit, too. Mm-hmm. Hey. They needed they need a franchise quarterback. And like we said, we hope this isn't a deja vu moment. But I think that this could be their guy. if They protect him. All right. Yeah, I, I agree. If they can provide him with some weapons and give him an offensive line, he can be successful. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think they gave up on Sam Darnold a little too early, in my opinion, but I think Zach Wilson seems like he'll be a good fit. I think the Jets clearly wants to move in a new direction, and they are doing what they can to build their team up, so I think it's a hit for sure. And then we have pick number three, San Francisco 49ers. Up until draft day, I didn't hear – this name as a prediction at all. But then on draft day, I heard it a lot. Trey Lance mm-hmm. out of North Dakota State. We have, that was the, the number three pick. Were you guys expecting that? Um, I was expecting them to pick Mac Jones or Trey Lance, at least according to reports. They said, said I was thinking they were going Trey Lance because I, I think it was a uh, John Lynch, the GM of the 49ers. 
he said he was looking for a quarterback that was very athletic. And Mac Jones, it's not the most athletic quarterback. See, I thought they were going to go Justin Fields. And for that reason, I thought Mac Jones. But I think, okay, I think honestly, because they traded up for this pick, like, I don't know. I just feel like Trey Lance kind of came out of nowhere and he could be great. But I saw Justin Fields fitting in with this San Francisco offense better. So for that reason, not that Trey Lance won't be good. I think he he definitely has potential, but I'm going to say it's a miss because I think it should have been Justin Fields instead for the 49ers at that spot. I'm going to say it's a miss just because I wanted it to be Mac Jones. Not <laughs> that that Mac Jones on the Pats thing is a miss. I think that that is a hit. We'll get to it. But I just kind of wanted to see Mac Jones in San Francisco with that Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think that he could have been hot there. I, I think it was a hit. I don't know why, but Justin Fields, I think he can be a solid quarterback, but I think Trey Lance has a higher ceiling to be good. And also Jimmy Garoppolo, I I think he went to Eastern Illinois, another FCS school. So he can help Trey Lance with that adjustment. So yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo was like, went to like a D2 school or something like that. Eastern Illinois or Eastern Indiana. Something like something like you've never heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) All right. Well, pick number four, the Atlanta Falcons, Kyle Pitts. Kind of all saw this coming. Hit, 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 hit. This was such a good pick by Atlanta. I'm so happy they didn't take a quarterback. Good call. Yes, 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 yes. Hit. I kind of wanted to be annoying and and pick Justin Fields here in our mock draft, but I think that this is a hit for them because I was just being ridiculous. (laughs) I think it's a hit as well. Gives Matt Ryan another uh, option on offense, especially if they're looking to trade Julio Jones. I think this next pick, Bengals, number five. We know why they did it. Jamar Chase, LSU, getting the band back together. Joey Burrow has one of his receivers again. I think it's a miss. We saw what happens Ooh. whenever Joey Burrow doesn't have protection. He gets injured. He has the potential to be great. I don't think he needs the best receiver there is to be great. I think he could be great with maybe a slightly less incredible receiver and a strong O-line. So I think they should have gone Panay Sewell here. So I'm going to say miss. I'm going with miss as well. They should have taken Penny Sewell. Ooh, okay. I'm going to just play devil's advocate. And I was going to say hit before, but now I want to say it even more. Oh, and I'm a poet, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew. I think that I just, I love the story of these of two guys getting back together, getting the band back together. I love that storyline. And they've done well before. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Maybe this could be really good for them. All right. So then we have Miami Dolphins. Jalen Waddle. I thought they were going to go Devontae Smith, but they went with the other wide receiver out of Alabama. So I'll take it. I think it's a hit. I think it's a hit. And I think they played us all. Maddie and I were texting on the night of the draft. She was like, they went with the other one. I'm like, oh yeah, they did. And I think that they just want to keep us on our toes. That's why I like the Miami Dolphins. And I think this is a hit. I think, I think it's a hit. Either pick, either if they took uh, Jalen Waddle or Devonta Smith, either one would have been a hit. Uh, I'm guessing the Dolphins were concerned with uh, Devonta Smith's weight. I think he was weighed in at 160, which is pretty skinny for an NFL wide receiver. 
but we saw what he did in college, so might might mean nothing. But Jalen Waddle, I think, is a hit. Right. Okay. So we got the Lions, Panay Sewell. They did not go with my Mac Jones prediction, which was just totally out there. And I didn't actually think was going to happen, but I was just hoping it for the sake of being right. But they went with Panay Sewell. I didn't think he was going to be there down at seven, but excellent pick. Big hit, I think, for the Lions, especially a team that has struggled for so long. I hope maybe this is the turning of a tide for that team. I think it's it's a good move. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Penny, Penny Sewell is a great, a great pick. Gives Jared Goff uh, some protection if he is going to be the starter, most likely. And and now they, now we got to see what what they can do this year. I think this is a hit, absolutely. Um, for all the reasons you guys said before, I think he's a very versatile receiver, and they can get the job done. Um, but again, it's the Lions, so the fact that they could get a guy this good is is has its own merit. So they still have to execute. We we'll see. I don't know. I feel like every year the Lions are in a quote rebuild, so we'll see how this goes. I mean, this year they did get rid of Stafford and try something new at the quarterback spot, so maybe that's a sign that they are serious about this rebuild. I. I'm not sold on Jared Goff for them, but we'll see how it plays out. There's a lot. I still, I don't think the quarterback musical chairs are over yet. So we shall see what happens up there in Detroit. All righty. Pick number eight, Carolina Panthers. What do you guys think of this? Hit, miss? Yes, no, maybe so. Uh, I think it, I think it was a hit. I was one of the few people who actually had JC Horn higher than uh, Patrick Sotan on my draft work. And I I don't know why I just there's just something about J C Horn, and I think he's going to be a great a great cornerback, and is going to help that Panthers defense. Matt Rule he likes defense, so that's that's a great pick for the Panthers. Well, I am a big Patrick Sertan fan. We talked about this last week, Charlotte. Big fan of him. I mean. I go for Alabama whenever they're not playing Miami. So on September 4th, I will not be rooting for them. But for now, I'm happy with it. Uh, And I like I'm a fan of his father. So, yeah, I like Patrick Sertan. I think the Broncos made a good call with him. I've heard um, mixed feelings on this pick, though, at, at that spot for the Broncos. But I think it's a hit. I think Patrick Sertan is like was absolutely one of the hottest players to go in round one and that's saying something because round one was just filled with like standouts this year I feel like the first round was just packed I feel like this is a guy who's got that swagger too he's got the name he's got the physique he's got the look he's got it all and I think that the Broncos is a good fit for him because of that Broncos is also kind of a flashy team in a way but also a little bit I think that they'll just mesh well together and I think that that's a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the for the Broncos, I think they made the right pick. A lot of people wanted them to take a quarterback. Personally, I I would give Drew Locke one more year. If he does bad, then you can move on. But give him one more year. And they took Patrick Sertan. They needed some help. They lost AJ Boye, uh, Chris Harris Jr. as well. So and Patrick Sertan. It's going to be great with uh, Kyle Fuller. So then we got pick number 10, the Eagles. 
traded, they traded down, then they traded up and, you know, they got a number 10. So they went with Devontae Smith. Honestly, I didn't know what the Eagles were going to do in this draft, but I wasn't expecting this. And I also wasn't expecting Devontae Smith to be around at pick number 10. I think this was an absolute home run of a pick for the Eagles. I think this franchise needs a lot of work and this is a huge step in the right direction. So I was, I was in Tuscaloosa, Alabama during this pick with two Eagles fans. So we were just jumping up and down. We took a shot at tequila to celebrate. So I'm happy with it. I think that home run is an understatement for this pick. I loved also the tweet. He said, where's the best cheesesteak in Philly? I think that he embodies Eagles are looking for in an athlete, in a person. And I really, really wanted him to go to Miami for selfish reasons. But I think that he is going to pop off in Philly. This is a perfect match, a perfect marriage of an athlete and a person with a team. I think it was a it was a great pick as well. Uh, Demonta Smith, he was with uh, Jalen Hurts when Jalen Hurts was at Bama. And then he transferred to Oklahoma. But they get that duo back together and Jalen Rager who wasn't the best player last year for the Eagles so they get Devontae Smith who's going to be a game changer for the Eagles all right guys all right what team the Bears here we go Bears I knew they were going to trade up Charlotte how many times did I say that but I actually thought they were going to trade up for Trey Lance and I thought Justin Fields was going to go with three so I was half right just switch the quarterbacks. I think it's a hit. I think Justin Fields is mm-hmm. going to absolutely pop off in the NFL solely based on how electric he looked against Clemson. And that blew my mind and put him on my radar for sure in this draft. So I, I think it's I think it's just what the Bears needed. Hit. I feel like Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones are pretty synonymous. I did not think that he was going to be available this late in the draft. And I honestly think this is a miss because Justin Fields, I really like that guy. I like that athlete. And I think that he will do well here, but I think that he could have gone higher. And I think he could have gone to uh, a 49er situation or, or something else. Um I just, I don't love this pick. And I I think that he'll do well, but I think that he would grow more somewhere else. That's my tea. What do you think? Uh, I think, I think it was a good pick. Now here's what I want to find out. Is he going to be the starter right away? Are they going to start Andy Dalton or Nick Foles right away? Or are they going to throw Justin Fields in? Because Matt Nagy, if the Bears don't do well this year, he's, he might be gone. Same thing with Ryan Pace. So, so are they gonna try to risk it all and have Justin Fields start right away, or go with the veteran and try to push for the playoffs? Well, I think they're gonna be duking it out in Chicago in the preseason and in practice for that starting spot, because you make a great point. It is a toss up. I think it could be any one of those three quarterbacks that you just mentioned. And we'll see. I mean, Andy Dalton, he's got the experience, but he's not, he's not the quarterback that your franchise dreams of. Justin Fields has the potential. We haven't seen him hit the NFL yet, so we'll see. But for now, I think we're all saying it's a hit, right? Or no, actually, Charlotte said miss. 
Yeah, I just I feel like with everything that you guys said and just the fact that I, I think that he should have gone higher because he's such an able athlete. I think that he he somewhere else more than he would here. I right like it. Day. I like the controversy. I love it. Uh, Freddie football. Pick 11. Or wait, is it 11 or we're at 12 now? Sorry. Pick Ooh. number 12. Oh, we, oh, shit. I thought we were at. Okay, because. Micah Parsons, it is official. This just in, actually, this is in like four hours ago, I think, was the last article I read. He will be wearing his college number, number 11 at pick 12. Do you guys think this is a hit or a miss? I think this is a hit. I like Micah Parsons. I think it's a hit as long as uh, the off the field issues don't become a concern. And the Cowboys, as we've seen over. <laughs> Over the, over the years that they like to take chances on some players with uh, some off the field issues, giving them another chance, chance. And, but Micah Parsons, I think he can be a great linebacker, uh, Lane Vander Esch. Uh, he's been injury prone the last two years and the Cowboys actually declined his fifth year option. And then Sean Lee just retired. So Micah Parsons, I think he's going to make a big impact for the Cowboys defense. I'm going to say hit. And the main reason behind this one for me is because I watched a video from Adam Schefter this afternoon that had me in tears. And it was of Micah Parsons getting the call from the Cowboys. And he talked about how it was like his always been his dream to play for the Dallas Cowboys. And they even had footage of him in college talking about how he'd always wanted to play for Dallas. And right before he got the call, he said to his family, if it's Dallas, I'm going to cry. And then he did. And I cried and it's so special. And that's why I'm going to say it's a hit because you just made someone's dream come true. And I love those draft videos. They get me every time I have Juju Smith-Schuster's draft call videos saved on my Instagram. And I just watch it because it just, That's funny. Although I do think that trouble athletes, people who maybe are going to do a little questionable things. Maddie, where is the best place for them to go? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Anywhere Bruce Arians is, that's where they should go because they will flourish with him under that leadership. That's the answer. But I I still think anywhere Bruce Arians, anywhere Bruce Arians is. Anywhere. That's the answer. Yes. That is the answer. All right. Los Angeles, back, back to Cali Cali. What do we think about this? Protecting the QB. Love it. (laughs) It's a hit from me. It's a hit. Exactly. Give Justin Herbert the protection. It was, he flourished in, in, uh, in the Chargers offense last year. He's going to be great again this year. I think as long as you can protect him. It's a hit. It's a hit. You know the Staples button? What was the Staples button say? That, that was easy. easy. It's a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. You got to protect your quarterback. That's what they said on the blind side. So, yeah. Okay. Speaking yeah. of protecting the quarterback, the New York Jets traded up to protect theirs, and that is a step in the right direction for poor Sam Darnold's former team. And – I'm happy with it. Let's go, Jets. You had a fantastic first round. I'm happy for you. You deserve this hit. Jets fans needed something. This is a hit. They they did really well. I'm not going to say they did better than the Giants. The Giants had a pretty good, pretty good draft weekend. But um, this is also a hit. I, I'm, I'm very optimistic, as you can see. So everything's a hit. But 
oh, this Jets team is just so down and out all the time. They deserve a little something, something. Sorry, we got to call, we got to call Dave on this and oh, a few we weeks and get his, get his take on the full draft picture in a few weeks. But yeah, we Freddie, had a very disgruntled, we had a disgruntled fan, Freddie, on the, on the uh, podcast a couple weeks ago. He was a Jets fan by, from birth. So it's, you know, what are you going to do? It, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you think about this pick? Uh, I think, I think it was a good pick. Uh, last year they drafted Mekhi Becton, getting, building up the offensive line, giving Zach Wilson some protection because last year the, the Jets offensive line was pretty bad. Trying to build it up, give them some young guys that can develop in the Jets. And they had a pretty solid draft and in two to three years, you know, they could be a pretty good team. If they don't trade away their quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's true. <laughs> All right. Okay. The this is the pick we've been waiting to discuss, one of them. Yes. Okay, so mm-hmm. if the 49ers would have picked Mac Jones, I would have been calling that pick a miss. But with the Patriots in that Belichick system, this is a hit out of the park. Like, Truly, I I think everyone's already made that Tom Brady comparison. This is just so spot on for Belichick and the fact that he dropped to 15. I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. I don't even think Belichick saw that coming. Well, maybe because he's low key. I think he's psychic. I think he can like. (laughs) I don't even think Mac Jones saw that coming. I think they're like checking his watch. He's like, wait, the hell's going on here? I think Bill Belichick can predict the weather. So I'm sure he had some sort of intuition about (laughs) this, but he couldn't couldn't predict. Couldn't have gone better. Tom Brady so I think and immediately winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> but I think Mac Jones is going to excel up there in New England. What do you think? I hope he doesn't. As a Bills fan, uh, <laughs> the Patriots, uh, they need to suffer. So, uh, but I think oh, I a, completely agree. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a it was a a good pick. I would, I think uh, I don't know what the plan is if they're going to start Cam first or if they're going to put Mac Jones in, but uh, this is a perfect spot. Uh, my comparison for Mac Jones was Tom Brady. And and the reason is because they don't, both don't have the strongest arm, but they make great decisions there and they can find the wide open man and make the throw. <laughs> Smart with exactly. the football. So. And honestly, I think this, this was the best quarterback to fit into that Patriots team. So the fact that he did fall there is interesting to me because I wasn't expecting it. I didn't hear a lot of people expecting that. I heard predictions that maybe Justin Fields would fall there, that maybe Trey Lance, Kyle Trask, and Kyle Trask was available, but I don't think anyone really predicted the the Mac Jones going to still be there for the Pats pick. I thought they had a potential to even trade up for him, but the fact that he was still there is, I think, stars aligned up there in New England. Yeah, I actually had uh, Mac Jones fall into the Patriots in my mock draft. Now I thought they were going to trade up for him, but but still, still uh, I was right about that pick. So. Look at you! Well, congratulations! My goodness! All right, let's move on. Let's see what else you got right. Arizona. Did you guess this one? No. But it's a hit because they have JJ and they're building up that defense around their new former depoy. So I think it's a hit. I mean, they're focusing on the defense as they should. They got Kyler Murray. He was on my fantasy team. 
great quarterback and they have some offensive weapons. I think it's a good pick for Arizona. This team has had an interesting offseason and I'm excited to see how that plays out in the NFC West. I think I think it was a pretty solid pick. Now, at first, I thought they were going to go with that Jeremiah Owusu Kamara from Notre Dame. And and I was confused, and I would say it was a miss originally until I found out that he had a heart condition or something, something that came out yesterday, and that was the reason he fell. So I can understand them wanting to go with a with um Zayman Collins. So I would say right now it's a it's a hit, and he and he's also a great player, and will help will help uh, will help that that Cardinals defense. So. Yes, solid pick. I don't have to play devil's advocate here. I'm pretty ambivalent to the to Arizona, but I'm all right with it. I'm not mad about it. I'm excited to talk about this Las one. Vegas. Ooh. Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Pick 17. Okay, Charlotte. If you remember, Thomas mm-hmm. said in our mock draft last week that he thought the – Raiders were going to go with some wild card pick like they always tend to do. And we were like, yeah, okay. We, we didn't really know what to say for this one in our mock draft. I think this is an absolute miss. Mm-hmm. Like this, I, like I said, was in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Ooh. Everyone I asked before the draft started about, hey, do you think that potentially Alabama is going to get seven players in the first round? People said no because they thought Leatherwood was not going to go until round two. So I was shocked that he went this high in round one to begin with. And I think it's a miss. I think the Raiders could have done a lot of things with this pick. Not that I don't think Alex Leatherwood is going to be an incredible player. I actually wanted him in Pittsburgh in round two. But I I just think it was too early for this pick. And I don't know if it was necessarily the biggest need for the Raiders. Yeah. You know, um, go ahead. Uh After you. Uh, so Alex uh, uh, Leatherwood, I had I had him going in the first, but I had him going to the or going to the to the Chiefs, and this was before the Orlando Brown trade. So, I, but but I I had the Raiders taking Tevin Jenkins, and I thought that would be a lot better pick. Alex Leatherwood, he has a good potential, but I think he you could have gotten him in the late first or second round. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember Thomas on the podcast last week um, and that conversation. And I, I agree with Maddie. It just seems a little too soon. Although he is a good athlete. It seems a little too soon. All right, guys, right. take it down to Miami, double Miami. I think Charlotte and I both predicted this one as we mm-hmm. both went to University of Miami, just in case you didn't know that. So <laughs> in case you haven't realized by now, girls and go Canes, Jalen Phillips, huge fan. I think he's an absolute gem and I think he's going to flourish here and I'm happy with it. So hit. I love it. I love the pick. I It's such a hit. I think that I did not think he was going to go anywhere above 15 just because of like his his medical issues and everything we talked about in the last episode, everything you probably just know about Jalen Phillips, but he is good enough that he can go top 20. And I'm so 
so happy that he went to the Dolphins. He's comfortable in Miami. That's that's where his people are. He transferred there. When you transfer somewhere, and I know this from experience because I did it, you really want to be there. So I'm happy that he's able to stay. And I think that people can in any way, do more productive work and be better at what they do when they're happy. And I think he's going to be happy here. Yeah, I, th- I think it was a great pick for the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, there are concerns with his injuries, injuries, but when he was healthy and on the field, he was making an impact for that Miami defense. And let, let's just say, uh, hope he doesn't do anything to Josh Allen. There we go. All right. Uh... Next up, you guys, 19, the football team. James, what you think? Did you get this right in your mock draft? I did not. I had okay. the Washington taking Trey Lance, and I didn't do a – and I didn't, but I thought they were going to trade up for him. I didn't do a do a trade mock draft. But, but Jamin Davis, I think that's a very good pick. He was – he wasn't the most popular linebacker on everyone's draft board, or at least I thought he wouldn't be. But I watched some of his film, and he looks like an excellent player. Can fly over, can uh, fly all over the field, and think it's going to be be a steal for the for the football team. Yeah, I'm happy with it. I have no complaints over here on my end in New Jersey, Maddie. <laughs> you, I mean. I love me some Taylor Heineke, as I've said again and again, and I will continue to say, and I, I really hope that that man gets the starting spot because I like, I just think he's a legend <laughs> he might. and I'm happy they didn't take a quarterback because my boy still has a chance and yeah, I'm happy mm-hmm. with it. It's a hit. <laughs> Let's go to New York, New York. My favorite of the Yorks. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right, Buffalo Bills fan. Let's hear your take on this Giants pick. I'm ready for it. I'm accepting. Uh, I think the New Jersey Giants uh, made a great pick uh, with Kadarius <laughs> Tony. Uh, he is going to be a, a great weapon for Daniel Jones if he can cut down the turnovers, and and Evan Ingram if he can uh, stop dropping passes. <laughs> That's what he struggled with last year. <gasps> Ooh, okay. But, but Kadarius Tony. All right. Yes. Hello. Okay. Also, I really love his story. If you guys don't know, he is one of seven. Hello. I love that. When you come from a big family, you got thick skin. You know what it's like. Do you come from a big family, James? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. See, you've got a thick skin, and I think that that will bode very well for this, for this pick and in this spot. And I think he's going to do really, really well in New York. Actually, they play in New Jersey, so. Yeah. I think it's a hit. Not even because of like who they picked. Like it's a great pick, but I just think it's a hit because the Giants really flexed in this first round, and you see that. Has everyone seen that photo that the New York Giants posted on their Instagram? Can you guys? Wow, that's yes, terrible with quality. all the drinks. That- yes. Building yeah. the 2021 roster and stocking picks for 2022. Genius draft strategy. I love it. I mean, I think it's a hit. I think that they just really, like I said, they just flexed on them here in the first mm-hmm. round. And they yes. got someone and good out of it. And I didn't think sold. Dan, uh, sold. Yeah, I didn't think Dan uh, Gettleman would have a good draft. But he proved me wrong this year. A lot of GMs that normally don't have the best draft proved me wrong this year. So 
This was a really elite, unique draft. I, I agree with that, James. It, it was very different. A lot of high-profile athletes and a lot of quick changes and decision-making. I think it, it worked really well for everybody. Although we're saying some of these are a miss. I think everybody did really well in this first round. Right. I think to, to clarify for our listeners, I think all of these picks are great, talented athletes and are hopefully going to have excellent NFL careers. But what we're doing here is just whether or not we would have picked them for this team at this number. And that's what the hit or miss is. Just to clarify. At this point in time. Yeah. We're not saying these people are going to be busts. Yeah. Unless we say that, then maybe we're saying that for someone, but no one yet. (laughs) Indianapolis Colts. Freddie football. What's your take? Quiddy pay. Uh, he, he was a great player for Michigan, one of the few players that I actually enjoyed watching. Uh, I'm from Ohio, and I was taught to uh, hate Michigan, so. But, but I think it was a, a great pick for the Colts. Uh, it's a great player to add to that defensive line that they have DeForest Buckner that they traded for last year, and, and they have Darius Leonard as well. Uh, the Colts defense is going to be a uh, very good next year. I agree. I'm just going to say miss for the sheer fact that there is another incredible edge still on the board at this moment that didn't go until late in the first round that we'll get to later, but he played in the orange and green and we'll talk about him in a bit. I'm just going to say miss to shake things up. Buckle in Ohio. Maddie's coming to town. <laughs> Maddie and her Steelers. Just wait. You said you're from Ohio. First thing that came into my head was Maddie's just about to just wreck you. <laughs> I, I have nothing against the Steelers. Oh, I Most love to hear fans. that. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But let's go into Caleb Farley, Virginia Tech, Tennessee Titans. I think this is an absolutely fantastic pick. I am genuinely terrified of these Tennessee Titans for this coming season. I think they have the potential to win the AFC and that is a hot take. I understand it's early, but they have so many good players and they are absolutely stacking this team. And as someone who had to watch the Steelers fall to the very bottom of the NFL in their running game this year, I am so jealous of Derrick Henry and the just strong force that he puts out on that Tennessee offense and they just took my boy Bud Dupree so I am terrified of Tennessee this year and I think they are absolutely going to be dominant so I think it was a great pick Caleb Farley Virginia Tech excellent player hit uh Caleb Farley Farley this is actually who I wanted the Bills to draft if he somehow fell to us I had a feeling he he might because of his uh back injury that he had at a at Virginia Tech and but the Titans took him. He's a great pick. Uh, they lost Malcolm Butler this uh, this year, and Caleb Farley is probably going to take over that spot. And the Titans defense, if the Titans defense can be top ten next year, uh, the Titans can be scary. They have a great offense. Still, some questions on on what they can do since Arthur Smith left for Atlanta, but I still think they're going to be a, a great offense and a great team. And that's a team I don't want to be playing in the playoffs. Yeah, and you know what? I think I think he actually has the ability to pl- to move around if need be. He's played quarterback in high school. He can move around if they need him to. Um, I think that this is a good pick. 
as we all know. The new man on the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> I'm going to let someone else take the reins here because I'm just gathering myself for pick 24. Yeah, she's getting ready. All right. What do you what do you think about this, Freddie football? Let's hear it. I think this might be the seal of the draft. Ooh. The Vikings. Ooh. Okay. Christian Derisaw. Uh, I had him as my third, uh, as my third number th- three tackle on my draft board. Want, really wanted to put him behind uh, or in front of uh, Rayshon Slater. Rayshon Slater was a great player at Northwestern. But Christian Derisaw, he is going to change that Vikings offensive line. It's going to give Kirk Cousins some time, and Dalton Cook's going to be running, running all over defenses. We got two Vatek players in a row. I mean, I think it's a hit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, watch out, Lizzo. Like, <laughs> let's get, prepare ourselves. All right. Okay. Moment, Maddie's been waiting for forever. All right. This actually, let's let's just give a little bit of background you can't, for the listeners. You cannot argue with this one. Okay, we got to give a little bit of background for the listeners, mm-hmm. though. And this for James. pick, this no, this pick is the reason that we have James on today because. I made a TikTok about the Steelers picking a running back in the first round. I am absolutely ecstatic about this pick. I said this last week, I got very heated. My boyfriend was trying to sleep. We were in a hotel and I was screaming about how the Steelers had to take (laughs) Najee Harris or I was going to be in mourning. Like I was being very dramatic about it, but I have a video. You know what? I'm going to post the video on Locker Room Ladies Instagram, so look out for it. There's a video of me reacting to the Najee Harris pick uh, at a restaurant in Tuscaloosa. So we'll send that for the fans, uh, for our our lovely handful of them that listen to this show every week. Um, But yeah, I mean, Charlotte and I have been fans of Najee Harris since... At the birth of this podcast, really, since like January, we've been talking about Najee Harris and we haven't stopped talking about him since then. So I could not be happier. I mean, I was super happy with the first player that the Steelers drafted last year. However, that was in the second round. It was Chase Claypool. He's paid off. He's been an incredible asset to that team. Super happy with it. But I was just really happy to see them take such a standout player. And especially I have a brother who goes to University of Alabama. So, or actually he just graduated. Congrats. But, uh, Big Bama fan. So I, I've been rooting for his team. So I'm just, I cannot wait to see this man hurtling over that Ravens defense. It's a hit. We love Najee Harris. I love him. I love him. He can leap. He can pounce. He can do it all. We saw it in January. Is there anything this guy can't do? He is going to absolutely dominate in Pittsburgh. I think I think he can absolutely dominate in Pittsburgh. Uh, they lost James Conner this offseason and the Steelers and the Steelers really needed a running back. Najee Harris is a great player, but here's my only concern is the offensive line because running backs you need gr- good running backs, but the offensive line is what you need to open up those holes for those running backs. And the Steelers uh, they lost uh, Bill Nueva uh, I heard uh, uh, then uh, Pouncey retired this year. Yeah, Pouncey retired, but we got a center, Kendrick Green. We got him, so it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. I'm an optimistic Steelers fan, uh, so I'm going to go with it's all going to be okay. And we got our boy Najee, and everyone's happy about it. And 
everything's great and the Steelers going to the playoffs. That's my take. But I mean, we love to have the controversy. We love the hot takes. This is this is the comment that he left on my TikTok. And we were like, you know what? Come, come on the podcast. Let's duke it out. All right. I'll, as much as I hate moving on from the Steelers, because Maddie, it's just so funny when I watch her go off. Let's go back to Florida. We'll go to Jacksonville with their second pick. What do we think? I am going to say miss because as a Steelers fan, you know, I have Steelers Twitter. I follow all the Steelers insiders, the Steelers fan accounts, the Steelers media accounts. I also talk to a lot of Steelers fans on a regular basis about this draft in the coming days before it started. Obviously, I wanted Najee Harris from the beginning, but my other point that I brought up was if Najee's not at 24, do we go ETN? And the response that I got a lot was, no, you don't take ETN in the first round. Granted, this was Jacksonville's second pick in the first round. So I'm going to actually amend what I originally said. I think it would be a miss for any other team that only had one pick in the first round, but because this kind of plays out like a second round pick for Jacksonville, I think it's a hit. But if any other team was at 25, I think this would have been a big miss. But Jacksonville gets a pass and another team bring the band back together. So we'll take it. We'll take it. I meant my original statement. We'll take it as a hit. I I think it's a miss. Miss because they have uh, James Robinson. And also, also they could have gone hit. I think they could have gone him at 33. The only team I think they needed to worry about taking him was the Bills unless somebody else traded up for him. But it sounds like Urban Meyer really wanted Travis, and he didn't want to take any chances. And and I think he's going to be having a role, kind of like Curtis Samuel for Ohio State. If you're a Buckeye fan, fan you probably uh, remember him. Him, He was a good receiver threat and could run the ball. So, so I think that's the kind of role he's going to have for the Jaguars. I think this is a hit because of my aforementioned statement that I love the storyline. I love, although he is an ACC opponent, <laughs> don't love Clemson. I do love the story of bringing the band back together. And what better way to bring an ACC opponent band together than in Florida? I'm here for it. All right. All right. All right. Cleveland, Ohio. All right, James. Our Ohio boy. Picks? Let's see. I mean, he's a Bills fan. I have nothing against. Is it like a? Mm, okay. So I have nothing against them. How do we like, like this pick? Them. Yes. No. Uh, I think, I think it was a, mm-hmm. a great pick, a great pick as well, a great player to team up with uh, Denzel Ward. He's already one of the best NFL cornerbacks of the Browns. The Browns on defense uh, uh, definitely need some help. And Greg Newsom, he was a great player. Uh, we saw him against Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. Uh, and it, this is a solid pick for the for the Browns. A gr- not just solid, a great pick. I think it's a hit. It's a good player. And on the bright side, it's no one that I didn't want to go to Cleveland. So I'm fine with it. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind this. I'm not mad. I'm not happy. I don't care. It's a, It is what it is. 
And I think that he'll be fine there. And my other AFC North rival, the Ravens. We got Rashad Bateman, wide receiver. I mean, I think the Ravens offense, like the weapons for Lamar, I think they already have, they're pretty solid. I mean, I think they could have gone somewhere else here in the first round. I don't think they necessarily needed to go wide receiver. I think it's fine. I think he's a talented player, but I'm going to go miss because I think that they could have addressed other positions here and not necessarily wide receiver. That's just my take. I, I think it was a great pick. Gives Lamar Jackson another weapon. Weapon uh, And the Ravens, they don't pass the ball a lot. I think last year they ran the ball like 55% of the time was like one of the two teams in the NFL. I think it was them and the Niners who ran the ball more more times than they passed the ball. So I'm going to add what, to what I said, though, because I feel like the Ravens don't pass the ball, not because they don't have receivers. I just feel like that's not Lamar Jackson. I feel like he's leaning to – I feel like his instinct is to run. Like, for example, I hate to bring everything back to the Steelers, but, you know, I also love to bring everything back to the Steelers. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger passed every play because he literally had to, there was, he had no time. He had to release the ball as fast as humanly possible on every play. He had literally no run game whatsoever. And he absolutely had to throw the ball. Granted, I bet you, if you talked to Ben Roethlisberger, he would have loved to have the option to run it. But Lamar Jackson, I think he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not the quarterback that throws down the field. And I don't think that the Ravens offense is necessarily built around standout wide receivers. So maybe they're trying to build that, but I feel like for their first round pick, they could have gone elsewhere and it may have addressed some bigger needs on the team. And I don't, I just don't, I don't see Baltimore using a standout wide receiver as well as they should. And that's the only reason I'm going to say this is a miss as, as far as I'm concerned. I think, I think you definitely made a good point though, though, uh, Greg Roman, uh, he's the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. Uh, and he was the offensive coordinator for the bills, uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, one thing I noticed is he, he's not too totally focused on putting 60 points on, on your team, just like the chiefs. Uh, they're just trying to focus on playing good defense, put up some points, but, but then once they get a good enough lead, try to run the ball and waste the clock and win the game. That's that's the Ravens game plan. But when they when they are when they fall down by 14 points, uh, that's when they're going to have to pass the ball. So I think it gives Lamar Jackson a good a good weapon to go to when they need to pass the ball. Plan, I enjoy Maddie's have. take. Enjoy Maddie's take. Love that. I do agree with James, though, in that you're going to win a game if you have more points. That's how that's like how it's going to work. And I think that they will be dangerous if they build up that receiving line and make it really, really unbeatable, unmatched. I think this was an okay pick. I think this was a hit. All right, James, we're not there yet, but we're getting closer and closer to Buffalo. Let's take a quick stop in New Orleans. What do we think about this one? I didn't understand the pick of Peyton Turner. Turner, he, I think he has solid potential, but I think it was more of a day two, maybe even day three pick, third or fourth round. That's where I had him. And the Saints, I, maybe it's just me. I feel like they always reach for defensive linemen. Uh, a couple of years ago, they reached for Marcus uh, Davenport from 
from UTSA, and and he wasn't even a the starter on the on the team. Uh, it was it was a uh, Trey Hendrickson and uh, Cameron Hay or Cameron Jordan, Jordan. So so we're we're gonna have to see if he he can uh, prove me wrong. But I don't think this was a good pick. I am going to agree with you on it being a miss, but I'm going to give an incredibly hot take for the reason that I that I agree with, that it's a miss. Uh, Kyle Trask was still on the board. I think the Saints should have taken a quarterback. I just feel like with Drew Brees leaving, I don't really think that they have a solid answer for that position. And I think with your first round, if you're going to go with, with this pick, I mean, just gamble on Kyle Trask. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Like there's always busts, but I, I think it would have been a much better use of their first round, especially at 28 or an even hotter take. They could have traded up for someone else, but I, I just think they should have gone quarterback. I think the saints are going to struggle on offense. I mean, yes, they have Alvin Kamara, but they need someone to throw. I'm, I, I, I don't love it. I don't love it. It's a mess. Kyle Trask would have been my pick there. I agree. Miss, 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 miss. Actually, I saw a report earlier. uh, The Saints were trying to trade up for uh, Mac Jones Jones or Justin Fields, but uh, they didn't want to give up too much, and teams teams weren't willing to trade back, so – Okay, so hearing that, that makes me even more think that they should have gone Kyle Trask. I mean, yeah, he fell, but I just feel like if you're if you're willing to trade up and you don't want to give up a lot, I think that's the perfect chance to take a quarterback. Like, don't get me wrong. I definitely don't think Kyle Trask was the best option. Obviously, we saw that he didn't go in the first round, but I think he would have been worth the risk for the Saints. So that's why I think it's a mess. Yep. And I don't think that any part of New Orleans is happy with this. At least that's not the what I'm getting from this pick. I think that they had a whole bunch of holes that they could fill. I mean, you guys already, you guys just said it. They had holes they could fill elsewhere and they missed an opportunity to take a risk. <gasps> All right. The Packers, James. So sorry to deceive you that we're at in Buffalo already. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. A lot of people uh, weren't a fan of the Packers taking Eric Stokes. Uh, uh, my favorite college team is Georgia. And as a Georgia fan, I really like this pick. But also, the Packers, they needed a cornerback. Yes, there were uh, a lot of people were mad that they didn't take a offensive lineman or receiver for Aaron Rodgers. Because right now he seems to be unhappy in Green Bay. Yeah, but, will it will it be for Aaron Rodgers? We don't know. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is not looking too happy over there. I think he's going to go host Jeopardy for the rest of his life. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I wouldn't be mad either, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> hey, he'd be a good host. Yeah. Um, but, but Eric Stokes, I think uh, that's a great pick uh, in the NFC Championship. Uh, Kevin King, King for the Packers. He was uh, getting beat by uh, I forgot his name on the Buccaneers. The Miller, Miller, I think it is. Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller, yeah, Scotty Miller. Uh, he torched Kevin King for that touchdown uh, right before halftime, and 
and you can't be letting that happen. Eric Stokes, he's a fast cornerback. I think he ran a four-two-six, so you know he won't get beat deep. Now, can he cover? That's that's a question we gotta find out. But I think he, he can be a solid cornerback for the Packers and improve that defense. But here we'll be we'll be curious to see what Aaron Rodgers does. Uh, I don't. Play. I don't hate this pick, but I also don't love it. But I also feel like there's a lot more that Green Bay needs to focus on right now than whether or not I hate or love this pick. So I'm going to say it's a hit just because I think it's definitely going to fill a need for them. And like I said, there's a lot of other things that they need to figure out before we can worry about whether or not the cornerback will pay off. Yeah, there's a this is going to be a gray area one for me because I think that their main priority should be right now in Aaron Rodgers and what does he want? We should give it to him. It's Aaron Rodgers. We also love Aaron Rodgers here on the podcast. Um, let's figure that out before we talk hit or miss in this draft. Let's, is it going to be a hit or a miss with this Aaron Rodgers situation? Now the moment we've all been waiting for James here is in his bills Jersey, just to paint you the picture. And if I do say so myself, Charlotte and I both predicted this pick last week on our mock draft. Yes. We, we love uh, it. Actually, yeah, we love it. I'm going to speak for both of us. We freaking love it. Go Canes, baby. Turnover chain. Mm-hmm. I love it. Absolutely brilliant pick by the Bills, in my opinion. But let's hear from the Bills Mafia. I actually love the pick. Now, are there questions with Gregory Russo? Yes. Yes, uh, um, he needs to definitely work on his technique. But Sean McDermott, he, he had a great defense in Carolina. And and for most of his time in Buffalo, he's had a really good defense. And I think he can. he's the right guy to help develop Gregory Rizzo. Gregory Rizzo, he played, uh, he played a safety and receiver in high school, I believe. And, and then when he came to Miami, he played a defensive end for one year and then he had 15 sacks right behind Chase Young. And then he declared for the draft or he opted out to, and then declared for the draft. And if, if we can uh, work on his technique, he, he has almost unlimited potential for Buffalo. I think. I think it's also pretty badass that, he, because we talked on the podcast that there was a potential of recency bias because he did opt out in the 2020 season. So obviously he's not getting looked at for the whole season that everyone else had a chance to play in. Uh, so I think it's actually pretty damn impressive that he still went in the first round. Truthfully, I mean, as a Hurricanes fan, Charlotte, Charlotte, I'm sure agrees with this. We, we, we see his talent. We've seen his talent. We know he's a strong player. I I was hoping he'd go in the first round, but I I did have slight concerns because of that opt out. Uh, But also fun little story about Gregory. So like guarantee you 1000% he will never remember this, but I do because now he went in the first round of the NFL. So quick story time. Uh, I had a theater class in uh, college. I love it. And I loved it because I was a theater kid growing up, super into it. A lot of athletes took this class and I pretty much had half the football team in this class. I was a huge nerd. I would read all the chapters and raise my hand and ask questions. And like, I was very into this theater class and we had to go see plays and musicals and then, uh, like prove that we went by writing about it and by turning in the ticket or whatever. And you had to buy the tickets 
on this link. And once you bought the ticket, like it was under your name and it was attached to your student ID and whatever. So I bought this, my ticket. Uh, I just claimed it. I don't think I had to pay for it, but I claimed my ticket for Friday night. And then I realized after I claimed it that I was not available to go on that night. And there was another showing on Sunday. So me in this class, I go in, I'm like, hi, uh, did anyone go on Sunday that wants to trade me because the show is now sold out. And Greg Rousseau, uh, Mr. Six, seven in the back of the class stands up and he's like, yeah, I'll trade and I'm like, okay, thank you. And we had to exchange phone numbers. And then he texted me and asked me what my last name was whenever he was showing them my ticket <laughs> because he had to uh, give them my name. So that is my, that is my story. And whenever I watch him sack the Pats and the Dolphins and the jets and everyone next year i will be like oh hey yeah one time he 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 used my ticket we traded <laughs> yeah so that's my that's my little brush with greatness from college <laughs> uh, that, uh, that's a great story uh yeah i haven't i haven't met too many football players at least at mississippi state yet uh most of my classes were online so last semester oh yeah so, uh, that sucks <laughs> Oh, that's right. Hey, but you still have three oh, more years. Intro so. All right, guys. Two more picks. 31 via the Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens. What do we think? I I, I actually like the pick. Now, there's based on uh, Jason Oya's athleticism, uh, he, he's a very athletic edge rusher. Now, now, obviously, there was concerns last year. He didn't have a single sack for for the Penn State, and a lot of people were like, "How did how did uh, this guy go to the, the first round?" Mostly, I think it was because of his athleticism. But if the Ravens can coach him up, uh, he can be a great player for them. I think it's a hit based on the points that I gave the last time we talked about the Ravens about four picks ago. Uh, I, I think that this is a good, I mean, they had two first round picks, so they had wiggle room, but I still stand by what I said uh, for their first pick at whatever it was, 26, 27. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think it's a hit. I mean, they need, they need some work on defense, so I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take this. I think exactly what we said. They'll, they'll build up their weapons on that offense and they need something on their defense. And let's go to a game, you guys. Baltimore Ravens. I think that they're going to be a good team this year. Let's, let's, uh, Charlotte, let's go to a Bucks game because I live in the Tampa Bay area. So once, once the world's open and we I'm on my go, way. I would love let's to go. Yes. Okay. So speaking of the Bucks, we have Joe Tryon from Washington, the state where I moved from to move to the Tampa Bay area. How weird. Uh, no, but so Joe Tryon. Okay. Honestly, if the bills didn't take Greg Rousseau, I was hoping the bucks would. So I'm glad the bills did take him because I'm glad he went in the first round, but I I think that he would have also been good in Tampa Bay. So I'm glad they took an edge. I think this is a solid pick. The bucks really don't have a lot of needs considering they have literally their entire Super Bowl winning team. 
back. So they could have done literally whatever they wanted. They could have taken Jose Borgales and I would have been happy for them. And uh, plot twist, they still got him. But like literally they could have done anything in the world. With this <laughs> pick. It, it didn't matter because they have the team that literally just won the Super Bowl. And we love the Bucks. We love Bruce Arians. Claps for them. Snaps for them. Big hit. Mm-hmm. We're proud of them. Yes. I, I think Massive hit. Bruce Arians can do no wrong. He can do no wrong. I can see nothing wrong with anything Bruce Arians does. I love it. Like Maddie said, anything that they could have done here would have been just fine with me. I think I think this was a was a great pick. As you said, uh, uh, the Buccaneers, they're returning pretty much every starter uh, from their team last year. And, and they could have gone with pretty much anything. They could have gone with a quarterback to be the future after Brady. They could have given him another weapon. They, they could have done whatever they wanted. And uh, he decided to go with an edge rusher and help build that defense even more, even more. And getting pressure, especially when they play the Chiefs, the Chiefs again, or the Bills this year, this year, uh, the Bills play in Tampa this year. And I, I am uh, definitely nervous about that game against the Buccaneers. Well, guys, we made it through the first round, honestly, for like the third time, because we had our mock draft, we had the real one, and then now we just recap the whole thing. So big fan of draft day. Yes. I just, I'm so excited to just get a taste of the NFL again. So it just makes me even more excited for the season to start. Thank you so much, James, for joining us. So much fun to meet you. You're welcome back anytime. And I will DM you when this episode drops. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, this was a lot of fun. So now you're officially yes, a you locker so room lady. Uh, thanks. <laughs> you get the crown. We pass the locker room lady baton to you. Thank you so much for joining us. This was a really cool experience for the both of us. As we met you on TikTok, you had a take and it just goes to show we've been saying this from the beginning on the podcast, whoever listens, if you have a take, let's hear it, tell us and come on the podcast and we'll just shoot, shoot the shit and talk and chat and thank you so much. Right. I had so much fun. Perfect example. Leaves a comment disagreeing with my TikTok, but we love the friction. We love the hot takes. And here we are. We got some content out of it. We love it. Thank you so much again. And uh, I'll DM you. All right. Uh, thank Bye. you for having me. Bye. 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 Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys. I go Bills.